Servus und Willkommen to another episode of the Bavarian Podcast Works Preview Show. This is your Schnitzel and I will be covering Bayern's next Bundesliga fixture against SC Freiburg in the pod today. And it must be no secret, both in the BFW community and otherwise, that I am one of the biggest fans of SC Freiburg. I mean, obviously, Bayern comes first all the time, Mia San Mia, Pakmas, but SC Freiburg have a special place in my heart, and they always have, since the team is one of the few passionate sides, I would say, in the entire world that adheres to the club philosophy so well. The fans are just always united and they have such a wonderful coach and the coach embodies the spirit of the club. Christian Streich, well I've said this a lot of times both in previous podcasts and in many of my posts, he's one of the most underrated coaches in the world and he is just so good at what he does. Freiburg, well Freiburg is obviously a very tricky fixture for FC Bayern München and let me throw another stat at you. They are the only Bundesliga side to go unbeaten in the first 10 games in the Bundesliga. They are still not beaten and they have drawn four games, won six of their fixtures and have so many potential options both in the attack and the defense that could give Bayern a run for their money. And I think that Freiburg's team structure, well, they will structure themselves to throw everything and the kitchen sink at Bayern from the get-go and it's always going to be a tough time against Christian Streich's side. He sets them up so compactly. They are always a threat of set-pieces with set-piece takers like Vincenzo Grifo in the fray and they play high-intensity attacking football and are always so good at counter-attacks. And at this point, I would also like to remind you guys that Wu Yong Jiang, a Bayern Munich academy talent who left the club for SC Freiburg, still plays there and he has become one of the best youngsters in the SC Freiburg side and he regularly features and gets starting appearances quite often these days and uh, he has quite a few goals in the Bundesliga already and this looks to be another promising season for the youngster. SC Freiburg are currently placed third in the Bundesliga table and they might be looking to hopefully leapfrog Dortmund after this game provided Dortmund lose and Bayern also lose to SC Freiburg but I doubt that's going to happen but we'll see why shortly. So you always analyze the enemy first uh, and this time it pains me to say that Freiburg is the enemy and I don't like to see them as an enemy. They're usually a really nice, beautiful sight to watch. It's just so good to see them play football. It's just really, really exciting to watch the fans, you know, shout out their chants and support for the club. I actually used to like Freiburg's uh, previous stadium. Uh, the, the, the stadium was called the Dreisamstadion. And, uh, well, it was really, really nice to watch Freiburg's games there because, you know, there were the black forest hills and the, the mountains at the back and the backdrop was so beautiful. And yes, the stadium was smaller, but it used to be so nice, the atmosphere, the mood there. They play uh, in the... 
Europa Park Stadion, the Europa Park Stadium, and they no longer play in the Taizam Stadion, which will obviously be missed. But this stadium has more spectators and the fans are as passionate as ever. So I would say that it hasn't really been been a net loss for them overall. Obviously, it hurts me because I really had a special connection to that stadium. But uh, but since we'll be playing Freiburg at home. It shouldn't be an issue. We should expect the fans in the Allianz Arena to come out roaring and expect all the fan support we've seen all this while. It's been so great to see the fans back in the stadiums. They're almost full these days and it's just such a joy to watch those big, bad, red banners and flags fly in the air and people chant stern decisions with so much passion and admiration for the club. So moving on to the nitty-gritties of the lineups and so on, uh, the tactics of Freiburg are basically pretty simple. They will field a compact lineup and uh, they will try and force counters, turnovers and try to strike Bayern with full pace. It is no secret in the Bundesliga that Bayern have recently been a little suspect in defence and uh, this is in no small part due to the turbulent situation at centre-back and at right-back where Bayern still haven't seemed to have figured out exactly who they would like to have as a starting right-back moving forward. And with the centre-back situation, well, things might be looking a bit better with possibly Luca Hernandez and Niklas Zula starting for Bayern. With Freiburg, the main problem causers would possibly be Vincenzo Grifo, who is just so good with almost everything. He dribbles the ball amazingly well. He has pace. He has a wicked shot with both feet. He is really good with those curling assists and through balls of his. And he is a set-piece specialist. They also have Schader, Niklas Höfler and Maximilian Eggestein in midfield. Schader plays as a winger, but Höfler and Eggestein, well, they are such a good midfield pairing. Höfler usually plays as the creative deep-lying playmaker while Maximilian Eggestein is more of a box-to-box eight and he is so good at what he does. And obviously they have Wu Yong Jiong who can play both as a number 10 and as a winger and we have fond memories of his time at Bayern and I really miss him and I hope uh, one day we'll get to see him rise to become the star that we all expected he would be one day. He's already shining so brightly and it's so good to see him improve each and every game. And up front, obviously, they have Lucas Höller, who is a really, really good striker and always an offensive presence in the box, really good with his aerial abilities and aerial duels. And obviously, in the substitute bench, they also have Ermedin Demirovic, who is a very, very good backup forward. And their defense is going to be the usual, Nico Schlotterbeck and Philipp Leinhardt, Leinhardt, I'm sorry, in defense in central defence and Christian Günther who happens to be one of the best left backs in the Bundesliga and Kübler at right back and obviously Mark Flecken in goal who else uh, this person I should warn all of you is also capable of producing one of those 1000 saves against Bayern prime Manuel Neuer mode performances that tend to frustrate Bayern forwards so much and have become kind of a regular thing these days you can expect such sides to produce amazing goalkeeping masterclass of performances. Uh, probably, you know, I don't want anything to do with uh, 
Jan Sommer-esque or Kevin Trapp-esque performances against Bayern already enough trauma from those games I really hope that he doesn't turn on another Manuel Neuer-esque performance on us but that being said Freiburg are a very dangerous opponent and this is a very stern test for Julian Nagelsmann and co we will be aiming to obviously not concede but we will also be aiming to score multiple goals against Freiburg which is a huge challenge I think as a neutral if I had to give an unbiased perspective on this game, I would expect Bayern to concede at least one goal because keeping this Freiburg attack silent is easier said than done. But if Luca Hernandez and Co are able to silence the Freiburg attackers, they will have my massive respect. And obviously Nagelsmann would have to shape his team to control the majority of the possession but also strike quick on the counters because Freiburg are not exactly amazing at defending counters. That's, that seems to be one of their weak, weak points. And they are also not experts at defending set pieces. So I guess we should utilize all the set pieces we get, all the corners, all the free kicks and obviously if you're awarded a penalty even better. But in case that doesn't happen, the attack has to be as prolific and as efficient as possible because chances against Freiburg come few and far in between and it's really difficult to score against them. That tight defense is usually very compact and the midfield helps with the defending as well. So how would Nagelsmann line up against Freiburg? Well, that's a good question and something that I'm not very sure about at this point because he has shown to be very flexible with his forward rotation, forward lineup rotation. And he recently against Benfica, he started Lewandowski up front, but behind him, no Thomas Müller. Like what? I looked at the lineups and I was just flabbergasted. And then I saw that it was Leroy Zani at the 10 and Serge Gnabry and Kingsley come on on the wings and I was just really surprised and kind of confused on what's going on and in the game I saw Serge Gnabry drift in between Leroy Zani drift to the 10 role and it was kind of you know very fluid and people were just interchanging their roles and I think it was primarily done to give Müller a rest after that man-of-the-match performance against Union Berlin, which was obviously well-deserved because Müller needs to be rested. I know in and a few others might be against me on this, but come on, you don't want Müller gassed out, right? I know he has infinite stamina and all that, but this is just a precautionary measure and we need Müller fresh and firing on all cylinders. And Freiburg is arguably the more difficult of the two fixtures uh, between Benfica and Freiburg and we definitely need our best starting 11 on the pitch. That being said, I would like to obviously see Robert Lewandowski start up front. Man just bagged a hat-trick and an assist against Benfica and he is the best player on the planet. Fight me, you're not benching him. He should win the Ballon d'Or and he should start this game against Freiburg. Behind him, I really want to see Müller starting because we need a Müller-type Raumdeuter to exploit the spaces, the half spaces and any defensive errors that Freiburg en engage in. They will be very few, possibly, but Thomas Müller needs to be there to capitalize on those situations. And on the left wing, it's most probably going to be Leroy Zane. But since Zane has been starting so many games lately, I would like to see Muziela start on the left wing, but I highly doubt that he Nagelsmann's going to change his approach before the Freiburg game, just before the international break, because the players will have three weeks anyways. They'll be off to whatever fixtures they have, so it won't be in Nagelsmann's control under then. So he might, you know, plan to put in his best 11 out there. 
I know that Muziala is a really amazing talent and he deserves to get more starts, but knowing Nagelsmann, I don't think he's going to rotate a lot with this game. He's going to play it safe. So I think he'll go Leroy Zane in left wing, Thomas Müller as a central attacking midfielder, and possibly Kingsley Coman on the right wing. I don't think it's going to be Serge Gnabry, especially because... Uh, Como has been so good lately, you know, with his dribbling skills and, you know, his nifty exploitation of the half spaces and the way he takes a shot at the goalkeeper. It's all just so good. He's improving a lot and he looks like a new player, to be frank. So I expect him to get another start to build up on his strong performances. But Nagelsmann might also think that since Coman is so fragile and he's essentially uh, a running glass vase it might be best to rest him at this point so that he doesn't, you know, get too much strain on his legs and play Serge Gnabry instead. So it's all a toss-up, but I think Leroy Zani and Coman get the nod. And in midfield, who else but Leon Goretzka and Joshua Kimmich? I mean, I'm really concerned about Kimmich's health right now and I really think he shouldn't start so often every single game. I know in the international break, he's going to start every single Germany game and I know he's going to be run into the ground eventually. I hope that doesn't you know, happen during one of Bayern's games but sometimes some things are just inevitable. I think Joshua Kimmich has to award himself a rest first and foremost and then Nagelsmann has to plan on rotating him with you know one of Zabitzer or Mark Roca who or maybe even Corinda Tuliso. But at this point, I think the best fit in Kimmich's position would be Marcel Zabitzer, but I don't see that happening tomorrow, unfortunately. So we're going to go Kimmich and Goretzka. Goretzka, who was really good against Benfica, and I hope he builds over that performance against Freiburg because he was really good as a box-to-box. He contributed a lot with his defensive duties and he completed 95.9% of his passes. That passing accuracy is something we have never seen from Goretzka this entire season. He has been shambolic with his passing, uh, especially during the starting games of the season. But, you know, this game was a really good indicator of where his, you know, position lies at the moment. And I think he's just going to improve even more. So to build up on that confidence, I think Goretzka should get the nod. And I hope Zabitzer gets a substitute appearance. But, you know, who knows? It's, I mean, we haven't seen much lately from Nagelsmann to show that Zabitzer might be getting any starts or substitute appearances, significant minutes, essentially, anytime soon. But that being said, what's the point of having such good midfield depth if you don't even use it properly? So that's one area where I'm kind of critical of Nagelsmann. I think he should give Zabitzer more starts or at least more minutes from the bench. Moving to the defense now, this one is very crucial. So I really want Nagelsmann to play it safe. I'd go Alfonso Davies at left back, Luca Hernandez at left center back because he is just the best at that position. Come on, like who else to fit in there than do we even have other left center backs? I don't think so. So it's going to be Luca Hernandez and at right center back I would go with Niklas Zula. But I honestly don't know based on recent fixtures. It could be a toss up between the Upamakano and uh, Niklas Zula, but since Upa has looked pretty solid lately. I know that mentioned that back game he was just terrible but he showed good confidence and composure in the Union game and I liked what I saw from him against Benfica. So it could be a toss-up. I think Zula gets a start because Upamakano needs a rest and at right back uh, I think it's going to be Benjamin Pavard who gets the start. I know that he has been saying a lot of really silly things lately and not just that he just hasn't 
you know, looked great. But I liked what I saw against uh, Benfica from him. And he was pretty good with his challenges, with his tackling, and he was solid defensively. But that being said, uh, do we really want to sit back and defend, especially on the right flank, where we could really, you know, up the turbo, up the ante, and strike against them, you know, on the counters and on the offensive? It's equally possible that Josip Stanisic gets the nod, but saying that Pavak is supposed to have more experience and more composure, I think Pavak gets the nod. And another alternative is to play Luka Hernandez and Upamecano at centre-back and Nikola Zula at right-back, which is quite possibly our best defence, like our champagne eleven defence, but I really doubt Nagelsmann's going to put all the centre-backs on the pitch at the same time and risk one of them getting injured or run to the ground. So that's my defensive lineup, And in uh, the goalkeeping spot, we'll have Sven Ulreich. <laughs> Got here, didn't I? <laughs> Obviously not. It's Manuel Neuer. Who else? Come on. I mean, who am I kidding? It's not even... At this point, uh, I guess... I wouldn't be saying anything controversial if I mentioned that Manuel Neuer ha- is quite possibly the best goalkeeper of all time because that's just a fact. He has always turned up for us, especially in the big times, the big games, the big occasions. And I expect him to, you know, have some of his magic show on the pitch against Freiburg in the game that comes this weekend. And I hope that this is a starting eleven. I hope there are no surprises because we really need our best lemon out there against Freiburg. And as for the overall squads, how they match up and the prediction, I would think that this will be a very interesting tactical tussle between two of the best coaches in the Bundesliga. And this will be a mastermind of battle. I really hope Julian Nagelsmann gets this right. Although a small part of me won't be sad necessarily if Freiburg managed to score a goal or two against Bayern. So in the end, I obviously want a Bayern win, but I'm not very sure if the Bayern backline will be able to keep a clean sheet against Freiburg's offense. That being said, I expect Freiburg not to score more than a single goal. So I predict a 3-1 or a 4-1 victory for Bayern München just because you just cannot control that attack in the form that, you know, Leroy Zane, Thomas Miller and Robert Lewandowski are in and, you know, Kingsley Coman is doing really great lately as well. So I expect this to be a comfortable victory for Bayern München. And so that's it, I guess. All bases are covered. Anything more to add? No, I don't think so. Yes, so that does it for this preview. Hope you enjoyed it and... If you would really appreciate any feedback and any comments you can give us, please make sure to like, share, rate and subscribe us on any and all podcasting platforms that you use to tune into our podcasts. We thank you so much for your support. Thanks for listening and vielen Dank und auf Wiedersehen.